Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. You'll have the opportunity to hear their stories, be given tools and advice to succeed, and to taste what is possible when you think and dream bigger. Me? (laughs) I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and I'll be learning just as much as you as I show you around. It's my job as a fellow entrepreneur to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favourite resources, books, etc, etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 60 of Entrepreneurs Gun Party. I'm your host, Scott, and today I have a real treat for you. If you are looking to start a podcast, or you're looking to grow a podcast, or you're wanting to learn anything about podcasting, then today's guest, JLD, at John Lee Dumas on Instagram, is the man for you. He is a serial entrepreneur and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, one of my favourite podcasts and an award-winning podcast which is now the bedrock of JLD's multi-million dollar company. With over 2,500 episodes and 85 million downloads to date, John has interviewed so many incredible guests including Tony Robbins, Barbara Kokoran, Gary Vee, Scott Harrison, Anna Akabi, James Altucher, Russell Bronson, the list goes on and on. I'm going to keep this intro fairly short. The episode itself is 15 minutes of pure gold from JLD. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's show and I'm delighted to welcome you to JLD. What's up, Scott? JLD, how's it going? You know, Puerto Rico's sun is shining. Our birds are singing. Life is good. Amazing. It looks a beautiful background. I don't know if you just put that there. To this is my backyard. Is it? <laughs> it looks amazing. Um, conscious, very conscious of your time. So happy to jump Thank straight you. into if that's good for, if that's good of you. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, amazing. So yeah, I know my listeners will have heard the intro, so they kind of know a bit about you. And they know that podcasting is kind of the name of your game and how you've kind of got to where you are now. So very keen to kind of ask you some questions around that for listeners. And the first one is quite, yeah, getting quite straight into the nitty gritty, I suppose. And actually, in terms of like initial strategies you used to grow entrepreneurs on fire, were there any strategies that you sort of used and found helpful to kind of grow your podcast? And then kind of on the back of that as like a follow up question, do you think these same strategies are applicable for 2020 and beyond? So I'll answer those backwards because absolutely what I'm about to share is applicable in 2020 and beyond. And it will be going forward for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. This is the strategy that I used. I looked at podcasting, which is a medium that I loved. Like I enjoyed it as a consumer, as a listener of podcasts. I understood the value of it. It was free it was on demand. It was targeted content. Like I loved it for all of those reasons. Like I really just enjoyed the platform of podcasting. And I said, well, you know what? I'm passionate and I'm curious about this platform. Now, what can I do to bring a solution to this platform, to this marketplace that doesn't currently exist? That was the question I asked myself. And I looked and I said, what do I wish existed in podcasting that does not exist? And frankly, 
I knew that I was driving to work, you know, every single day. I was hitting the gym on the weekends. You know, I'm walking my dog. I am looking for daily podcasting content, but very specific. I wanted to wake up every single day and have a new fresh podcast episode waiting for me that was an interview with a successful entrepreneur so that I could be inspired by their story so that I could learn from them, their tips, tools, and tactics on what turned them into a success. And Scott, that didn't exist. That show did not exist. So I decided to take a little cue from Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. And I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire, the first daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And let me be honest with you, the day that I launched, it was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. It was also the worst daily <laughs> podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. It was the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. So guess what? I won because I was the only game in town. So how can you right now who's watching this or listening to this whenever you are become the only game in town, become the best solution to a real problem that exists out there, solve that one problem better than anybody else that's how you're going to blow things up. I understand that when you first got started, um, you experienced kind of nine months of no revenue. I know this is something we've kind of talked about in person before. Would you like to kind of... 13 months. Was it 13 months? Incredible. So would you like to kind of explain to listeners, because I think on the surface now we've seen kind of where you've got to, and obviously you're turning over thousands of pounds or thousands of dollars rather each month. But obviously, yeah, to begin with, it wasn't like that. Hundreds you know, just, of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. How have you kind of, yeah, worked through those moments of doubt, I guess, because I'm, I'm assuming here, I might be wrong, but I'm assuming you had those moments of doubt, certainly in the beginning. You are not wrong. And not only did I have them, I still have them because I'm a human being. Human beings are always going to have doubts fears, stress, anxiety. That's what being a human being is. I wish we could all just sit around and go, um, and be like in this perfect state of Zen all day, every day. Ain't gonna happen, brother. Ain't gonna happen, sister. That's not what being a human being is all about. What being a human being is, is dealing with your roller coaster of emotions, which is gonna be happiness, sadness, which is gonna be success, failure, fears, excitement, confidence, doubt. You're dealing with all of it. I'm dealing with all of it for eight years now. And I'm sitting here running a business that makes millions of dollars a year. You, you might be saying to yourself, what could you possibly doubt or have fear for? A lot of things, just like Jeff Bezos, who makes a million dollars an hour. He has doubts and fears because we're all human beings. So just accept that fact. You're a human being. You're gonna have those doubts and fears. Are you going to let it bury you like 99% of human beings let it bury them? Or are you going to rise up and be in the top 1%? And I'm not talking about 1% revenue. I'm talking about 1% of people who are carving out lifestyle freedom, the happiness that they want to live, whatever that version is for you. Do you think the, the doubt kind of exacerbates as you get more and more successful, you know, in terms of whether it's kind of revenue or kind of those typical metrics that we look at, you know, listeners, customers, whatever field of business you're in. Do you think that, yeah, that kind of gets bigger as you get bigger yourself or do you find strategies or ways to kind of mitigate that fear to any extent? 
I don't feel like it gets bigger or it exacerbates. I feel like it's just like I kind of shared earlier, which it is a roller coaster. Like when I first launched, you know, guess what? I had a ton of doubt and fear, but I really didn't have anything to lose either because I was just trying something new. But then you get to a point where you've had success. Now people look at you as a success and there's a lot of added pressure now to continue that success because like you've already achieved that. But then you go even further and it's like, okay, well now I've got a team and systems and processes in in place. So that kind of like lowers my stress a little bit on this. And again, it depends what route you go. Some people just keep piling it on the plate and getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which was not my route. Um, but some people do that. And so that stressors never go away, but it's just still that roller coaster and it's how you're going to operate and how you're going to deal with it. So, you know, I don't think that it just gets bigger, better and worse. I think that it can get better over time and then it can get worse over time. It's going to be that roller coaster of emotions your success at the end of the day is going to result from how do you handle that? Mm, mm, interesting. And you mentioned the whole systems and the, the things you've got in place now to help you grow. And it's actually something I've, uh, I've now done since we last spoke. So I've got a virtual assistant who's been amazing and she's done an incredible job. And, uh, thank you. Yeah. And just on that, in terms of your, I guess, next steps, future plans, what are they like in terms of growth are you wanting to kind of get even bigger as a podcast and other things that you're doing with the journals and et cetera, et cetera, and the courses or yeah you know everybody quote unquote wants to get bigger mm. you know as far as like have more listeners or a bigger audience or x or y or z like i don't want to get bigger as a team i don't want to get bigger as a business but i still want to do keep growing my reach and growing my influence and growing my audience so i'm still looking to do all of those things and a current project that I'm working on right now that I'm hoping um, does fit that um, actual desire of mine is I'm writing my first traditionally published book. Like I went the mm -hmm. very old fashioned route. I got a book agent. I signed a deal with one of the big five publishers, HarperCollins, you know, got a big advance. So now I have all these deadlines I got to hit <laughs> and I'm writing a, a book. It's called The Common Path to Uncommon Success, Ooh. all about how, listen, you can achieve uncommon success and it doesn't have to be complicated. It really can be simple if you follow this process. So I'm really passionate about working on that project. And overall, it's, um, you know, just me making sure that I'm putting my health and wellness and relationships first, because that's what's most important to me. Business is a close second, but it is a second place. Um, and that's where my focus is right now. So what can I do every day to become healthier, to become um, in better shape, to become better with my nutrition? And then how can I also look at growing my audience, which is Entrepreneurs on Fire, specifically Fire Nation? Awesome. Well, congratulations on the book deal. That's fantastic news. And I'll be sure Thank to, you. I'll be sure to check it out. A couple, a couple of final questions for you, John. And in terms of the future of podcasting, so this is quite a meta question, I guess, but I'm sure it's one you hear often. Do you think there are still opportunities for people who are maybe thinking about starting a podcast and, you know, are thinking, oh, maybe I've missed the boat, you know, maybe it's too late to get involved. I guess a couple of questions in that. Yeah. What do you feel like would be the answer to those people? Do you think it is too late? Do you think they have missed the boat? And if they haven't, what opportunities do you see for people getting into podcasting? It is too late and you've missed the boat if you just want to launch a podcast interviewing entrepreneurs or interviewing people about what they know because that is done. What's not done and where you haven't missed the boat is if you're able to go back to what we talked about right at the top of the show and you're able to identify one problem 
that is not being solved by a podcast and be the person that's solving that problem better than anybody else. That's how you're going to win in today's podcasting game. Okay. In terms of examples, what do you think an example of that would be? Now, I know there's a million problems in the world and you know what people could tackle, but on a really kind of practical level, would you say those problems are in terms of, I, I don't know, I guess I'll throw that question to you, bit of a, yeah. There's a, millions a of problems. So, you know, I can just share one or two or three or four or a thousand because there's millions of them. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's you saying, okay, what am I excited about as a human being? What am I curious about as a human being? And also what knowledge and value can I add to the world around this topic? Okay, there's my big idea. That's my zone of fire. Now within that, what is currently not being solved? What problem is not being solved around my big idea? Something that I'm excited and curious about, but also can add value and knowledge to the world in. What's not being solved there? Back in 2012, what wasn't being solved within my big idea of creating a podcast was a daily show interviewing entrepreneurs. Guess what? That's been solved now. Mm -hmm. So you can't do that and expect that you're going to have any form of success. You're just going to be a pale imitation of everybody else who's done the exact same thing. So what is it that you're going to solve that other people have not currently solved yet? Mm, I do like that. It reminds me of literally, I think it was this morning, I was reading uh, Purple Cow by Seth Godin, or at least a section Whoa, of that. Old, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've read This Is Marketing, great book. And yeah, I was like, okay, I'll go through his backlog. And actually something he said in terms of, it's really hard to follow a leader, because once you try and follow a, a leader, what you're doing has already been done. Like it just it kind of echoes what you just said there. So I thought it was really interesting. Final question Seth for you. Seth is a smart man. <laughs> he sure is. I'd love to uh, interview him one day. In terms of, um, so this is the last question I like to ask all my guests. And you've probably heard it because a huge fan of Tim Ferriss that I am, and I'm sure you've listened to his podcast many times, either in the past or currently. And one of his questions is, picture we see a big billboard to the side so we're driving down route 66 an american highway see a big billboard to the side that could be read, uh, read by potentially thousands of people every single year what do you think you'd write on that billboard it doesn't have to be deep it could be a little quip piece of advice whatever you want it to be what do you think you'd write on that billboard and why relaxed and the reason why i would write that on the billboard is because i feel like people need to relax like listen everybody's always in this big rush to get somewhere, to do something, where at the end of the day, you've got to relax. You've got to take a deep breath. You've got to be at peace with yourself. You've got to be able to spend time with yourself. Like that's where your ideas are going to happen. That's when things are going to come to you that are meaningful. So many people run around their entire lives with their heads cut off and they don't achieve anything as a result. So relax. <laughs> I like that. I haven't had that answer before. That's a lovely way to end it. John, thank you so much for everything you do. Entrepreneurs have come fire, on fire even. I love it. I've been listening for many years and I know Fire Nation that are out there, they enjoy it as well. So yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, brother. Um, you're most welcome. Any final um, places you'd like to direct listeners before we jump off or anything like that? Um, all the magic for us happens at eofire.com and I would love if anybody wanted to check out our podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And thanks for having me on the show today. You're most welcome. I'll put all those links in the show notes and great speaking to you, man. All the best. I'll speak soon, hopefully. Adios, brother. 
If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask you to do is subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and maybe tell somebody else about it if you feel like it would bring value to them as well. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social, but if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and of course you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Entrepreneurs Can Party on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok and Twitter and I'd love to hear from you. If you message me wherever or email me at scott at entrepreneurscanparty.com, I promise to reply. Just give me a little time.